1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic start to turn their attentions to Bodo Glimt After going three points clear at the top of the table Rangers had a disappointing weekend But do have the visit of Borussia Dortmund to look forward to And Stephen Robinson is the new manager of St Mirren I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna Yeah, we've had quite a few days haven't we? Three new managers in the Premiership A big game for two of them at Dens tomorrow night And then of course the big European games Rangers Two goals up in Dortmund Celtic two goals down to Bodo Glimt But as we found out last Tuesday night Gordon You start in minus two Anything can happen Yeah Oh good one Roger He's been working in that all day But no it's exciting times ahead Gordon Especially Thursday night For the, the big two two Scottish clubs um, Hopefully they can get positive results And uh, looking forward to the weekend's football But all the talking point Once again this week Will be about the referees 01419511025 That is the number you need to pick up the phone And let the guys know what is on your mind Usually on a Tuesday It's a combination of leftover thoughts from the weekend It was extremely busy last night So I know lots of you wouldn't have got through To reflect on a dramatic Sunday in the Premiership So please feel free Pick up that phone 01419511025 And let us know what is on your mind We didn't even get the chance to dissect the comments made by Georgius Giacomakis What do you make of his confidence of Celtic going on to win the title Do you want to look forward to Bodo Glimt and Borussia Dortmund Then be my guest as well 01419511025 Whatever it is on your mind Pick up the phone and let the guys know Roger Hanna it was another dramatic weekend Across the league really Yeah very, listen very much so Especially on Sunday afternoon Rangers despite however many efforts it was on goal Dropped two points at Tannadise And the away record now in the league Must be a concern for Giovanni van Bronckhorst Celtic despite losing two more goals to set pieces Managed to get the win against Dundee They are three points clear on the table And it takes us on into Europe on Thursday And then into another Sunday when they both play This time Celtic away from home early at Hibs and Rangers later on against your beloved Motherwell. Yeah, it's all about putting the pressure onto each other, Gordon. And if you're the early team that plays at the 12 o'clock, you've got to get those three points. Unfortunately for Rangers, um, they didn't do that. Yes, you can argue about the penalty kicks all day long, but with the amount of possession and you know the the chances they had in the final third against Dundee United, they should have really won the game. Dropped a few points over to Celtic. I keep saying it doesn't matter if you score in the first minute or the last minute. It's all about getting three points and Celtic are achieving that. And if this show shows anything, is that you, you can indeed argue about penalties all day long. If you want. If you put your mind to it, we could, we could achieve that, couldn't we? Yeah, of course. Okay, then. I'll take that back. We can argue about penalties all day long. <laughs> don't think we will, though, if you don't mind. Uh, 01419511025. As you say, Roger, it's managerial... Merry-go-round in full swing It'd be nice to hear from St Mirren fans I think we knew by this point last night That it was looking likely But now that it's done Stephen Robinson is in the building We'll hear from him He goes up against not only Another new manager But one that he worked with previously Yeah In Mark McGee tomorrow night uh, So it's all happening in the, the personnel front as well And it's funny It's all you old, old motherwell managers You know Mark McGee had a spell at Fur Park Two spells at Fur Park I think Didn't he? Stephen Robinson Two spells at Fur Park They're now both back in Premiership management So I would expect the next job in the Premiership Clearly to go to Craig Brown 
I thought you were going to say Gordon DL there no, for no, a minute. Mother, no, no, former Motherwell managers, come on, keep up. And by the way, what about personnel news? Our very mm. own Alex Ray. He's yes. gone. Yeah. He's offski. He's well, offski to the Majeski. He's the new assistant manager to Paul Ince at Reading. I wish him all the best, but I don't usually bet Gordon, but I've got my last pound on Birmingham tonight. <laughs> I texted him earlier on and he, he came back straight away. I think he's very much looking forward to it. A big game in the Championship. Um, Vilko Pernovic, the previous manager, he's lost his job because they are in the teeth mm. of a relegation scrap. Paul Ince came in at the weekend with Michael Jokes. They've added Alec Ray in as assistant manager. And good luck to him in the fight against the draw. Do you think he'll give over any of the tactical insight that he got mm. from sharing Saturday afternoons with DL and Wilson? He, in he, here? he might he might give a few of those tackles that he gave to Wilson occasionally when it was a Rangers Celtic game. You know, he liked to run across the studio and barge into him. And he was hope. very animated in here on Sunday. He was. I think it's for the best that he's back in the dugout, actually. Yeah, it's, he listen. Ch- he needs to channel his. He's he, he's just passionate. He's passionate about the game. I wish him all the very best. It is a big task he's got, but I've got to say we've been there um, down at the stadium. I've been round about the ground. It's a fantastic setup, and I, as I say, I wish well, him all. This, the this best. is what we do. We adopted Breakin and, and dropped them like a hot potato. So we'll do, we'll do the same with Reading as well. We're shameless on and that. And I would just like to say to Darren Powell, to Patrick Vieira. To all the guys that he's spoken about having all those jousts with on they the can pitch, get their own back. he's back down in your neck of the woods now, lads. You can look him up. Yeah, not our problem anymore. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones or at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Whatever you've got tonight, give us your your thoughts on the weekend's football. If you want to look ahead, that's absolutely fine. If you're talking title race or new managers, St Mirren fans, uh, let's hear from you. Uh, as well Let's hear these comments From George's Jackie Macus The truth is He just didn't get round To this last night But I know you'll all have Some interesting thoughts I see people starting to Debate this In newspaper columns And all the rest of it uh, He says Celtic showed They're obviously better Than Rangers over the weekend He's confident they'll win the league And feels they're better In every department What do you make of that? I'm fascinated by this Because some people Shrug the shoulders And say Who cares? Man thinks his team are the best Move on and other people would say, ah, you shouldn't say that, you shouldn't give the other team ammunition, you should keep the cards close to your chest until it's won. So whatever your take is, let's hear it. Yes, of course, it's something that gives us bigger motivation, but sometimes it gives you a little bit of pressure uh, if you know the bad result of your opponents. So we showed uh, that we're a better team, that's obvious. We showed that we work harder in the field. And and I, I think that we will win the championship. It's something that we really want. For us and uh, for the club and for the fans. First of all, we have a very strong squad. Every single player of us can be uh, uh, in the first eleven and uh, make the difference and help the team. So I think that we work a lot, we work hard every every day in the training center, and we show that on the on the games. So I think that uh, with this hard work, we can achieve many things. The squad is really good. Is I think is the best in uh, in the league. I think we're a well uh, prepared team for every single game. We have a very good plan. We try to st- to stay committed in uh, in, the, in the plan. I think we are better in every single every single part of uh, of the team. What do we think? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Celtic fans, Rangers fans, interested neutral observers. Is that the type of thing you should keep close to your chest, or could you not care less? It's just a man being confident in his own team, and there's nothing wrong with that. You tell us. Kevin's a Celtic fan first. What's your take on that, Kevin? Uh, man, uh grumble about with that no. not at all uh, he's quite right I know people are saying oh, he shouldn't be 
counting his things before the hatch, but he's just after scoring a hat trick. Um, he's on a high. Uh, Celtic are three points clear, so he should have no got a problem with it at all. I mean, Roger, I know what you're going to say. I've I've done this show long enough. You're going to say anything that puts nice headlines in your newspaper or makes for good radio on here, you'll fully endorse. Kick that logic to one side for a second. Speak to us like a football fan. I th- I think it's refreshing to hear a footballer say what he believes. Nowadays, too often footballers stand in front of a radio microphone or a TV camera or stand in front of the newspaper journalists and they just come out with the same thing. It's one game at a time. Yeah, this is going to be a difficult game or that'll be tough next week. And and, and they're almost sort of programmed to say this sort of stuff. Giacomacus has come out. He believes Celtic are the best team. Now, he's a Celtic centre forward. Of course he does. But it's actually quite refreshing to hear a footballer say, yeah, we're going to win the league. We're the better team. We're working harder. We feel we're the best. We're going to win the championship. And I think, you know, if we could get more people speaking openly and honestly and saying what they believe, I think the game would be better for it. I love it. Oh, you would though. Love it. I, I think it's brilliant. I'm with Roger. Refreshing. Um, and I, I, the, the replies are going to be, well, the Rangers players, what will happen is, Gannon will be put up in the notice board and you read that, these comments. Ugh, look. I mean, nowadays it would just be played on a, a Bluetooth speaker or something, wouldn't it, rather than no, still be pinned in, up? No, it'll be pinned up. It'll be it? pinned, that's the old one. Stay with the pinned up. Look. If he believes that He's come off a hard trick I like this guy I've said for months and months uh, There's a lot of doubters out there with him I've stuck by him He got a good hard trick I think he's coming good He's confident He's confident in his own ability now He's confident in his teammates He's confident in his manager So Why not come out and, and be confident to mm. say We are a better team We're going to win It's up to Rangers now To go And make him eat his words so I, I, I love it I think it's great for us Gordon I think it's great for supporters to hear as well Of course Rangers supporters will not like that Because they think they've got the better team And they'll win the league mm. That's what the pressure's all about Maybe it just depends your type of personality Kevin I don't know Some people prefer quietly confident Do you, do you see the logic in that? No I, Yeah I understand what you mean But this fella's just obviously had a patchy start Missing the penalty start His career here And he's just went and did the perfect hat-trick He'll be on a high, so he will, and hopefully that continues. Um, but I have no problem with what he said, not at all, as long as he keeps on. And that's the thing, Celtic's not had a fella like him up front. It just brilliant defences, so it is. It's a different dynamic. Yeah, certainly the performance. If, if you were ever going to understand one man's excitement and confidence, it would be at full time on... On Sunday, Roger, a guy, as Kevin says, who hasn't had it all his own way, missed penalty, bit of criticism, yeah, injury, injury issues, yeah. and goes and does that. Yeah, I think it was a perfect hat trick as well. And there's always the added drama, you know, when the goal comes in the last five minutes. I was listening to the show on Sunday afternoon, and Ryan Sweeney equalised for 2 2. And then there was that sort of 20 minute spell where Celtic were trying to build pressure, and the goal wasn't coming in, and the goal does come. So there's, there's going to be that, you know, elation for Giacomacus, as well as elation right round in Celtic Park. And when he came in, he is still on that high. But I thought he spoke really well after the game, Gordon. He played really well in the game. And when you think Kyogo is still to come back to the team, Maeda still settling into the team, Giacomacus, as Dan says, could be an important player for Celtic in this running. I suppose, like I said, it's mm. a personality trait, maybe quietly confident, just isn't your style, is it? No. So no, and, and, and I, like, I shouldn't be surprised. And, and I like people that are confident in their own ability. Listen, 
The worst that's going to happen is your words will get rammed down your throat if you don't produce. But I like the fact that the lad's saying, I'm now starting to uh, show what I'm all about. And I think he'll get better and better. I think the problem with him at the beginning, Gordon, was he was one of these lads that tried too hard. You know, he was running about 100 miles an hour. He wasn't concentrating in, in the proper uh, bit of football where he should be, positions, the link up, everything. I think he settled himself down. That hat trick at the weekend, will, you know, the confidence will be booming from him. I think there's something about him. I think he'll add so much to Celtic. But I'm loving the fact that he's now coming out and saying, mm. you know what? I'm a good player and we're going to win the league. Do you share his confidence, I take it, Kevin? Well, obviously that's why I'm phoning up, you know. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, as long as we... It's it's not, it's a, a market team, obviously. I, I saw something online earlier. Um, if the game was only 80 minutes long, then a certain team would be top of the league. But that's it's 90 minutes long, so it's... it's not, that's, that's not Motherwell, is it? <laughs> no, no. No. Uh, but... Uh, no, that, the guy's are young. He's young. Give them all the confidence. That's the better for Celtic. The more confident he gets, the more he scores goals. He just for a, a bottom team that was playing for him, uh, Deva Lezzi, to be top scorer, just shows his talent. I'm, I'm actually surprised that the top teams in Holland didn't actually go for him. Certainly stepping up at the moment, Roger. He had a really good record with Venlo. Um, a lot of goals in a team that was going down, team at the bottom of the Eredivisie in Holland. And another point Kevin's making, you know. Ajax, Feyenoord, PSV They must all have looked at him They didn't take the gamble Celtic have taken the gamble he, he did have problems at the start We've said this He had injury setbacks He had that horrible penalty Right at the end against Livingston But it looks as if he's coming good And if he can contribute Between now and the end of the season He, he might just be right Did it feel like a significant day for you On Sunday, Gordon? Or <coughs> is that something we just... Make too much of from the outside When one drops points And the other one Goes on and, and wins in dramatic fashion No but the gap only three Gordon They've, they Both sides still they play each other twice Home the way I think there's a lot of football You see the pressure now Getting cranked up um, Got to hand it to Celtic I thought Rangers played Second half I thought Rangers football At times was excellent They just didn't have that killer touch um, I thought that looking at Celtic Later on as I keep saying, people are talking about, as the caller said there, oh, if it's 80 minutes, it'd be only one team top of the league. Well, you know, it's a 90-minute game. As a manager, you know that your team's going to keep going, keep chapping on the door, and they're getting their rewards, and they're picking up the three points. But I'm not saying that was a pivotal moment, because I still think there's a lot of, lot of football, and there's a lot of pressure getting cranked up now in both teams. It's not only the phones where you can put a point across, you can tweet as well as PR has done. I don't mind him saying that, but I'd be raging if it was a Rangers player, because was he not on the programme last week saying about going far in the Conference League before losing 3-1 at home, says PR. I actually can't remember, was he? Yeah, I think was there's words been... to that effect. Well, he's still got 90 minutes in the snow In the Arctic Circle On Thursday evening To try and um, prove himself correct I think it will be difficult for Celtic up there On Thursday and, You know, you're not surprised It's going to be Arctic conditions When you go to the Arctic Circle But I think the conditions are going to be horrible um, The pitch is an artificial surface Something that Celtic aren't used to And you saw how well Bodo Glimp played last week It will be as tough an assignment As Celtic have had Under Ange Postecoglou yeah, I agree with that. Um, for Celtic's sake, I hope it was a one-off. 
I thought they were excellent on Thursday night, Gordon. And, and you're looking at a team that hadn't played competitive football for two months. Um, they were confident. They built from the back. They broke Celtic's press, which Celtic are very good at. I think that's a mountain to climb over there. I really, at this moment in time, I, I don't hold out that Celtic are going to peg that back. Uh, thank you, Kevin. He doesn't care. Jackie Marcus is confident. So what you'd expect him to be, says Kevin. I see you all on social media uh, having alternative views to that, though. So why not share them all? 01419511025. Give us a call right now, and we'll speak to you after I tell you about this. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Golden Goals. If you've not heard about this by now, quite frankly, I don't know where you've been. But we've got a massive cash prize to give away at the end. Of the season It is Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals And every time Celtic or Rangers score We add £250 To the ever-growing cash jackpot And after four goals At the weekend We're sitting on £14,000 Exactly fourteen grand. Just imagine What you could do with that money And that amount's just going to keep going up Both teams are playing twice again this week And every goal Keeps topping up that cash prize One person wins the lot Tax-free at the end of the season So we're going to keep it running But to get involved You need to text GOAL to 61025 That's G-O-A-L To 61025 It is £2 to text Plus your standard message rates Over 18s only And the full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com It is across all competitions So with that in mind The lines close at 6pm Saturday the 21st of May Which is Scottish Cup final day So for your chance to be the winner At the end of the season Text GOAL to 61025 you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here. It's 0141-951-1025 or it's Twitter at Clyde SSB where I must say the debate about whether Jackie Marcus should or shouldn't bother saying that he thinks Celtic will win the league is playing out quite spectacularly on Twitter. Um... It says that's the 3rd of April Team talk taken care of then Jimmy Bell get this pinned to the dressing room wall That's from a Twitter account called We Are The People uh, To which David Campbell responds No point in pinning anything to the wall We know it, Jimmy knows it All of Scottish football knows it We are the best squad with the best players And we will win the league It's a, it's getting to that stage of defiance I noticed that on the show last night I think the, is it, is the, the atmosphere is started Is the run unofficially started? Yeah I think so yeah, I think yeah. so. Yep. Ne- nearly the end of February Nearly into March I mean last night one minute Celtic were full of workmen and no ability, no winners. Next minute it's a doddle. Celtic will win it, you know, by ten points. As much as this show has a reputation for that sort of stuff, I've not really had that. I don't think up until now, in terms of this bragging about where and, it goes from. And here. the beauty, Gordon, the beauty of it is we will have another Sunday full of it because Celtic will go to Hibernian. Um, by the time Rangers kick off at Ibrox at three o'clock, Celtic could be six points clear. They could be four points clear. Or they could have slipped up completely Be only three points clear And leave the door open for Rangers again So we're going to have another weekend like this You would like to hope both of them Would get through in Europe on Thursday Get into at least one more round of European competition And then that means two more Sundays Where they both play on both the days That's what you want That is official mm. run-in territory And then the previous Celtic fan we had on Was you know like I suggested Someone be shrug of the shoulders Who cares He's confident I'm confident Don't mind him saying it But Gordon Malcolmson's on As a Celtic fan Don't fall into the trap Big man Keep those <laughs> thoughts In the dressing room Keep he it says. Keep a hush hush Would there be a A, a benefit to that Because right? let's Let's p- pull back the curtain a bit Let's go behind the scenes You've you've been there 
They can phone up and correct me if I'm wrong I've got a sneaky suspicion The Celtic press officer Who was standing next to him Like any other press officer in the league by the way Probably preferred he didn't say that Is that Would that be accurate? Um, I actually don't know I would be fascinated to find out Ange Postacoglu's take on it I'm not so sure It's the kind of thing that would really phase Ange Postacoglu um, he might quite like the fact That his centre forward is so confident And the centre forward very possibly Is just saying publicly What is being said privately Within the four walls of the dressing room Maybe all his teammates mm. believe that Maybe that is what is being driven into them By the manager I can remember back many many years ago Martin O'Neill's first season in Scotland When he kept using the word benchmark Dick Advocates Rangers are the benchmark And, and we, you know, we can only aspire to be where they are Meanwhile, you discover later on from the Suttons and the Hartsons of this world that he's in there banging the drum, screaming, we're far better than them, you're going out to win the league. So, never mind the press officer, Gordon. I would have loved to see next day at training, walking into dress room, I've been in dressing rooms, would have been, well done, a fantastic statement or going to keep that big mouth shut. But I'm totally fascinated by this because it's it's polarised even amongst... Celtic fans Because you, I'm used to one side Saying one thing One side being the other But CFC on Twitter Someone needs to have a word Can't be bothered listening to that Do your talking on the park Nowhere else Hoopy boy says Just one game at a time Big man uh, So it's interesting Maybe it's just a, a Psychological experiment We need to get away Based around which type of We need to get away from one game at a time That's that's all cliche That was back in my days You've got to come out And say <laughs> as is yeah, We're going to win the next 10 We're going to win the next 10 To be fair to Giancomacus He had just done his talking in the park He scored a hat-trick To win the game You know it's not as if He's come in and said this After Celtic have dropped points Against Indy And he's not banged his fist On the table and said We're going to win the championship He's done it off the back Of his best performance For the club On a well, we don't know how seismic a day it was. it's going to turn out to be, Gordon But on a day when Celtic moved three points mm. clear Let's bring in James, who's a Celtic fan from View Park What's your view on this and anything else you've got for us, James? Uh, good evening, panel I think the, the, the main thing I'm thinking about is And I know from the, the, the Celtic game this week They're all professionals, they're all athletes They'll go out and do their best to win But I wonder if, if you look at it strategically I mean, the, the, the chances of winning, winning this trophy in Europe are, you know, they're, they're slim at best. And the, the prize of winning the league this year, one, is a great morale boost for, for, for Angie and his tactics and the team, but also the qualification to Europe and the cash prize that comes with that. I, I think, I don't, uh, obviously Celtic fans are upset if you don't win, but I think if you said to anyone just now, a good run, in, in Europe here or guaranteed winning the league I think a lot of people would say Let, let's focus on the league and minimise our chance of injuries elsewhere What do you think of that Roger? Well James is talking 100% sense I said in the show seven days ago before the first legs against Dortmund and Bodo Glimt um, Europe's all very nice great to get through the groups great to be playing in European competition after Christmas but once again for Celtic and Rangers Rangers and Celtic All that really matters This season's winning the league The prize In terms of kudos And in terms of Sheer finance For qualifying For the group stages Of the Champions League Guaranteed entry To the group stage Of the Champions League Between 30 and 40 million pounds You, you could win that Conference League 10 years running Gordon You wouldn't get that sort of money coming in So James is absolutely right The priority The overwhelming 
priority for both teams has to be mm. the championship. I think it depends the way you, you frame this, mm. the way you word it, Gordon, because no one would argue with that mm. in the black and white terms that Rogers put it in. But, no, but, but once you're in it, you might as well give it a go and, and try and win and so on. I think where James is coming from, this has changed since last week because Celtic are 3-1 down. Mm-hmm. It sounds like James is, wouldn't be too disappointed if Celtic took the foot off the gas a bit on, on Thursday, except that they're out. It doesn't. How would that sit with you? Yeah, I, I totally understand because I'm in Rogers' camp with, with this one. But if you look at the other way, Rangers, for instance, you're not going to get Rangers fans going along to Ibrox on Thursday night. 4-2 up against Dortmund and saying do you know what it doesn't matter if we get put out because we'll concentrate in the league you know this is a great opportunity yes Celtic are in, they're, they're, in a, they're in a different way just now because of the 3-1 down their way from home I think Celtic <coughs> hope I'm wrong because I want Scottish Cubs to do well in Europe but I think Celtic will be able to concentrate uh, solely on the league come Friday I can't see them turn this round but Rangers certainly will get a boost Plus the fact that it's more money, they've taken a big scalp. So it'll be interesting to see what, how it favours the both clubs. Because I think Rangers will progress uh, because of uh, the fact I do believe Dortmund will score, but I think Rangers can score goals at Ibrox. So it'll be interesting to see how it affects both sides because I think one will be out and one will still be in the competition. Does the outcome of Celtic's game last week change anything on, on the on the point that James makes? No, listen, you speak to the two managers and we will speak to the two of them tomorrow and they will both say they want to get through in Europe and and they both will want to get through in Europe but the realists as well, they will know that the championship is a huge thing Um, Rangers were away from home last week it was a terrific result in Germany but they play on Thursday night they fly home late they don't get the proper sleep their training schedule is disrupted that for me has probably played a part in the drop points at Tannadice on the Sunday. So Celtic now faced that long trip way up to the Arctic Circle, difficult pitch, difficult conditions, and they've got to come back and play early 12 o'clock on Sunday against Hibs at Easter Road. That won't be easy either. So while the managers will tell you, and, and listen, they're telling you honestly, they want to progress in Europe, the day and hour that they get knocked out of Europe I don't think they'll treat it as a disaster. Yeah, so, I mean, James, no chance, though, that Celtic can go win this game on Thursday, win it well, progress, confidence boost, get through to the next round, all the rest of it. You don't you don't fancy a bit of that? Um, I, w- I would love it, and it is a stretch of the first to get to travel, but it's, I, I just think there needs to be a, a focus on the, the art of the possible. You know, is the... the the, the league's going to be the main thing, not as the panel said, not just for the prestige of winning the league, but it's also, you know, how, how many years does Scottish football get to get rocked right into the top cup in Europe with all the prestige and cash that comes with it? And I think that, that that's just got to be the main goal. I mean, the, the, the money would be fantastic for, for Celtic. The uh, Rangers would really love it, uh, especially in light of the new share option today. But I think... You just need to be practical. I know, I know these guys are all athletes, but if I think if someone said to you at any point in the season, what would you rather get a win in? You know, the, the, the new third-rate league in Europe or the, the taking top honours at home? I think a lot of people would take top honours at home, as I say, especially just this one year, but also, as I think it was said there, 
no, three ones a hard call to come back from, and it will, will, will be a tough game. Quite an interesting debate so far, James. The guys are sort of on the same side of the fence here. I'm fascinated by the different replies we're getting on Twitter. We just played that clip of Jackie Marcus saying Celtic are obviously better than Rangers, confident they'll win the league. And Celtic fans seem to be completely split into good on the big man, I agree, nothing wrong with that. And others saying, oh, keep your cards close to your chest, do your talking on the pitch sort of thing. Which camp do you subscribe to? It's just football banter, isn't it? Because if you think about it, how many times did Rangers players say that during Celtics? No, multiple trophies in nine-year run. You could probably wallpaper a dressing room with the amount of times a Rangers player come out and still said, I think we'll win or we'll get a chance and we're confident. So it's, it's, it's just the nature of the game, isn't it? It may well be Thank you very much to James in View Park Nice to have you on James Make sure you call us back please It would be good to speak to you Again on 01419511025 We are there on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB Let's bring in Bill And see what's on his mind tonight Hi Bill Hi Bill How's it going? Um, I'm just wondering when Julian's going to get a game Surely the time to play him is against Bodo Glint Either in place of Starfelt or three at the back, five in the middle and two up front. Gordon, what do you think? Um, yeah, he's on the bench. And I know a lot of Celtic fans since the weekend has been on Gordon talking about him getting back in the team. They're not so happy with Starfield. I disagree. I think um, Starfield and Carter Vickers have made a good partnership. You know, they've only conceded, what, 17 goals domestically, which is which is very, very good indeed as a part of a back four and obviously the goalkeeper, Joe Hart. But you want to get players back up and running. He's been out a long time. The only thing that does concern me is the fact of Roger mentioned it earlier was a pitch. Uh, they might take that into consideration over there, Gordon. Uh, they'll obviously monitor him. He'll be a big player for Celtic because he has a talent and they paid a lot, a lot of money for him. Uh, but they've just got to to nurse him back to fitness because the boy has missed a lot of fitness, uh, a lot of football. He's been out for what a year plus, yeah, fourteen months, fourteen months, Roger. So it is a long, long time. Uh, I'm sure we'll see him back very soon, but I don't think it will be just now. I was interested a couple of weeks ago. There was quotes from Hans Postecoglou in, in the Sunday papers, just, just cautioning that he'll need to be patient. Because mm-hmm. the manager felt Carter Vickers and Starfield were building up a good partnership there. You look, I think Celtic have conceded what, you, 17, 17 goals in Roger. 27 games or something mm-hmm. like that. It's not a bad defensive record. Whatever you think, you know, whatever you think of the way the set piece goals were lost to the D at the weekend, etc., etc., the way the goals were lost to Bodo Glimp last Thursday night, etc., etc. He, he is aging back to fitness. He got on a couple of games ago for a few minutes. I think he was on the bench again Sunday against mm-hmm. Indy and Stephen Welsh wasn't. So it looks as if he's now going to be the sort of first reserve centre-back, if you like. But I, I don't think... the man. I can't see the man just splitting Starfield mm-hmm. and Carter there's Vickers. No, there's the no doubt he's a, he's a talent. He's a good player. There's no doubt in that. But you're right. You've got to make sure the lad comes back and it's... You don't rush him in. I know 14 months has been a long, long time for him. He's probably worked very hard to get back into shape. The manager will monitor that. But right now, I I feel that Celtic fans are a little bit unfair in Starfield. I know you can look at him and say, oh, there's a mistake in there. I totally get all that. But I think the partnership Mm. between him and Carter Vickers with Joe Hart and the two fullbacks has been good because the proof of the pudding is, as Roger said, 17 goals. And you do need to remember, Christopher Julian 
has never played with either of the other centre halves. You know, when mm-hmm. he was at his best, it was alongside Christopher Ayer. Uh, you know, back before his mm-hmm. injury against Indy United a year past. I thought Christmas you were going to say before you started calling him Adger. I thought that's <laughs> where that was going. But you know, he's never played with Starfield. He's never played with Carter Vickers. You don't know what the dynamics mm. going to be. Through you know, just thrusting the two of them together. Is he definitely an upgrade there, Bill? Or is there a danger? Because we do this in football across the board that sometimes you know absence makes the heart grow fonder, sort of thing. And you, you maybe build up guys who are not in the team. Do you. you Confident that's not the case Julian fan But I, I I feel that If we don't Get him into the team soon The season's going to be ended And he's not going to have uh, Much of game time It's a fair concern Thank you Bill 01419511025 This is a great time to call By the way Because we're going to get Some travel And it means you could be up next So let's hear you 01419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB So keep your thoughts coming in Whether it's a look back on the weekend's big talking points A preview of Thursday night's European action Or something entirely different Pick up that phone and let us know St Mirren fans You've got your man The search for Jim Goodwin's replacement Didn't last too long Stephen Robinson Back in Scottish football What do you make Of that appointment Why not pick up the phone Whether you're for it Against it Or somewhere in the middle Let us know 0141 951 1025 Let's bring in Kenny Who's in Cathcart Kenny what's your point tonight? Uh, Hi there Um, Hello Well um, I'm a Rangers fan, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I can't afford Sky, I'm not, so I listen to it on the radio or on Rangers TV most of the time. But I've noticed every time that Alfredo Morelos, he's away on international duty or something else, or he's been banned for a couple of games, Rangers start losing. They start losing games, like left, right, and centre. And then the next thing you know, um, Morelos comes back, suddenly. To get back on their feet And they start winning again So I think Rangers should Lose their dependency On Alfredo Morelos As much as a brilliant player That he is I think What do you think? Yeah well I know you Listen they don't start losing games Because they haven't lost that many They've only lost really to To Celtic and, But I, I get the point In terms of The dependency I think that is Possibly something that it does ring true Because it, everyone says it, That he's it, the main striker it, And there's no hugely, replacement It's hugely important And on Sunday Even when he wasn't at his best As I say I was listening to the show For a while And when you were debating Potential substitutions For Giovanni Van Bronckhorst In the second half At Tannadise You asked Daz And Daz says Oh no I wouldn't take him off I know he's missed a couple of chances But he is the most likely guy To get you a goal You keep him on the park And I think Kenny's right He's hugely important to Rangers They're a better team When he's in the team and, you know, we spoke about Giacomacus' importance to Celtic in the run-in. There's not really going to be anybody, for me, more important to Rangers in the run-in than Alfredo Morelos. Yeah, he's the best striker I've got. There's no argument there. Uh, Rangers this season, what, they lost two games, so they don't. he's, he's not played in every one. But um, he's a big, big player for them. Um, but they've brought, in, they've brought in quality players. Like, say, Ruth, for instance, I know he's had a bad time with injuries, but... He can score goals He's a top, top player as well uh, They've got players in there That can just fit in But 
when you're playing the big games and especially the pressure games now coming up with what eleven left, eleven league games left, then you've got to start. You know, Morelos is your main man, and I, 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 I know that a lot of people say at the weekend there, oh, he's 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 not playing, he's normal, he's off he's off the game a little bit. He's one of these guys that can just get you the goal, the match winner, and that's why I would always, especially at this uh, time of the season, I would always keep him in the pitch as long as I possibly could. Going to finish the job off on Thursday, Kenny? I think they will, yes. Certainly. I've got a good feeling about yeah. it. I mean, if they can take Borussia Dortmund and beat them 4-2 at their own ground... Yeah, I mean, you would think so. You you would follow mm. that logic. I'm fascinated to see the Dortmund result at the weekend, Roger. Yeah, scoring six against Munchen Gladbach. You, you've seen yourself previous European seasons. What a good sign Munchen Gladbach can be. I thought Dortmund were terrible last Thursday night, but equally, I thought Rangers were absolutely terrific. When Lundstrom scores that terrific goal to go 3 0, you actually wonder what it's going to finish up. You know, Rangers were playing so well at that stage. 4 2. One of the great away wins for Rangers in European football and now they just need to see the job out and really there's plenty of you know capacity there to see the job out good though Dortmund are. First goal's got to be so important on Thursday night Roger. Really is. If Dortmund can get it put a little bit of pressure on Rangers but if Rangers get it then for me they're out of sight. I just and I know their weekend result was brilliant. They're capable of that. They've got quality players. Um but I just think that at Ibrox, especially watching the way Morelos was bossing their back men about, the chances they created, um I just think the Rangers have got a goal in them at and, least And, and I think that gives them too much There are more injuries in that Dortmund back line as well Zagadou who scored the own goal and conceded the, the penalty He's out, I think Akanji, the right back's out as well Giovanni Reina, mm. he went off in the first half on Sunday He's got a hamstring injury, I don't think he's playing Still no confirmation, Erling Haaland will be back in the squad So Don't ki- don't, don't be kidding Roger, Rangers will need to play oh to yes, the same level 100%, Because 100%. Um, Dortmund are a decent, decent side that, that result last week, last Thursday was absolutely brilliant for Rangers In the way they played and they thoroughly deserved it But I just think, at Ibrox, with a crowd behind them I think they'll score a goal And I think that gives Dortmund Too much of a uphill task isn't, isn't it typical The first year the UEFA Do away with the away goals rule And head to Avengers score four in Germany uh, Thank you very much To Kenny Look after yourself Kenny Let's bring in Andy Who's a Rangers fan Life moves on pretty quickly Andy you've got the frustration From the weekend And already Starting to think about Thursday What have you got for us? Hello guys How are you doing? Hey, I, I was disappointed With dropping the points But you know, against uh, United, but I wasn't too disappointed with the, the the way we played. I mean, it was really fine margins. I mean, thank God we said earlier on, especially in the round the box, just having that big killer touch to the pass. You know, I mean, that's really cost us. You know, I mean, we, we should have won the game comfortably, but maybe get games like that. But I think on Thursday night, I'm going to say that Rangers need to score at least twice because that team. I mean, they, the two goals they scored in Germany were class goals. McGregor dream look. Have a look in So I'm, I'm looking at well, At least Do you score at least twice To get through uh, I did say there The now that um, I think Rangers will Score I think they'll need to score Like Andy says I don't know if two I think one would If it was the first one I think that sort of A burst of bubble A little bit for Dortmund Away from home Having to chase that uh, and Roger was mentioned there The players that they've got missing at the back They were terrible last Thursday at the back That was all down to the way Rangers played um, So I think if Rangers get the first one 
that would be enough to put the uh, the tie to bed. Andy, there's a lot of emotion involved, whether it's you know positive or, or negative. And when the result like Sunday happens, lots of anger, lots of frustration from your fellow Rangers fans. Now that the dust has settled a bit, maybe a bit more of a clear head. How do you feel about it? The, the three point deficit. How damaging was Sunday in the cold light of day? Well, uh, I had a bit worrying because I mean we were six points clear at one point, now we're three we're, we're three behind. So we have to get this this away for him. I don't know. As I said, Sunday was a game where we we just scored four or five, but it didn't happen for us. But we need to try and get this away for him sorted because the, the way we're playing, I mean we played brilliant, but I just for some reason the away form is letting, letting it down badly now. I don't know what, what the cause is. He says that a couple of days after winning away in Dortmund, but obviously, no, it's, it's the, of yeah. course, no, of course, that's the I get that because we mentioned it last night on the show as well. Four away league games without yeah. a victory. People will focus on Celtic Park, but you know, the, the late goal at Ross County, the drop points at Aberdeen, the drop points at Tannerice, it could all be costly. And Daz is pointing out 11 games left. You could very quickly be reaching the situation where Rangers have no wiggle room. Um, as well as a three-point deficit of an inferior goal difference. So if Celtic keep winning the other games, Rangers might need to win both the old firm games and every other game left if they're to win this title. So not only do they need to arrest the damaging away form in the league, they need to arrest it now. The good thing the good thing, and positive thing for me, if it's Rangers, and I know that's getting highlighted now about the... The waveform. I think their next two league ones is it St Johnston Dundee, two two bottom teams. So you you would expect them, and I know they've got Dundee in the cup as well, Scottish Cup up there, Gordon. You'd expect them to come through that. Although Dundee put up a, a terrific effort at Celtic Park on Sunday, but it's a different ball game when you're at home. Uh, yes, it is a concern. Uh, going six points, and then all of a sudden you're three behind. Um, but. I look at Rangers in, in Sunday, second half especially. There was one bit of quality from Rangers and they got the goal from it. Bassey picked out Aribo. Uh, the rest of it, they get any good positions and just couldn't capitalise in it at all. Some of the play was very good. Um, but you've got to start picking up the points. And I think there'd been a... That, that sort of a two games, Dundee and St Johnston away from home, I think that will give them... Get them back on the winning ways and back on the road away for Andy, do you read much into Dortmund's 6 0 victory at the weekend? Well, I'll just show you how dangerous they can be, you know. I mean, I mean, as I say to you, the two goals they scored were brilliant goals, but against us, but aye. So we just, we will, they will score against us, they'll definitely score against us because we're, we're defence sometimes looking a wee bit shaky at points, you know what I mean? So we just need to be, if we play the same way, just don't sit back. Just play the same way that we did in Germany. We'll be okay because their defence is, you know, it's even shakier. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, going to be an interesting few days, that's for sure. Thank you, Andy. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. TheScottishSun.co.uk/football. Come on, then, beat the pundit time. Your chance to take on Gordon Diel and Roger or Roger Hanna, not them both, and win yourself a signed ball. Mark Wilson made. A, Easy work of it last night Did I'm ashamed he? to say so Back Surely I thought it was quite uh, No 4-3 Oh yeah that's right It's just he's been moaning To producer Callum all day so Apparently he claims It should have been 5-3 Some sort of stewards inquiry But listen I've got a life So I don't really yeah. care too much about yeah. that Anyway If you want to play tonight 01419511025 And the call needs to be in Before 7 o'clock Let's hear from you 
Tackle the headlines. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon Gale are here. It's 0141-951-1025. If you're just joining us, we have been hearing from Georgius Giacomakis, a very fascinating split uh, amongst football fans as to whether you should or should not be that confident uh, publicly. Uh, each to their own and all that We've been talking about the weekend's football Looking ahead to Thursday as well And St Mirren fans, it's a great time for you to get involved You have a new manager, is Stephen Robinson Is that the right call or not for you? Let us know and we'll get to you after this Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football It is Beat the Pundit time Is this the one week anniversary of that Experiment that, that went wrong Minus last week. Two. We say we tried to start Roger Hanna just winning all the time, and you know he usually starts on minus one. He's so good. We tried minus two, and then he lost. So it wasn't it? Didn't didn't really go particularly well. We put him back tonight. Then <laughs> I think the pressure got to him last week. He was, he was slower than usual. He was and poor. Well, yeah. as I've said before, Gordon and pe- people have stopped mm-hmm. me in the street in the last week to tell me this. Gordon Duncan reads the questions slower. For, for you rather than the than the listener, yeah, nonsense. You Absolute do that for a pundit, you do. You are. Listen, it's not. It's. I'll not tell you what. It's, it's, it's a listener. The listeners are stopping me and telling me. Well, I'll tell you what. Your level of paranoia and conspiracy. You're you're no, in the right. You're in the right show for that. Believe does, me. Doesn't bother. I'm only telling you. Yeah. What the public's telling me, God. Yeah, let me guess. And the referees are out to get your team as well, aren't they? No, I've heard it all before, oh, no, Roger like, Hannah. I like the ref. Any paladins is a pal of mine. Uh, anyway, let's bring in James in Edinburgh. James, I think you're. On to a winner already This guy's rattled by this You've, you've got under his skin Before you've even started James Well I'm not falling for that That's <laughs> it That's it Keep your confidence Close Enjoy. to your chest That's what James yeah. is saying Right heads It will be Roger We will go back to minus one Couldn't handle the pressure Of being on minus two Or It could be me Or did he do that thing Like I said last week See if I'm asked to do the iron Make a bad job of it Never have to do it again mm. yeah, It could be I did, could a, be did a big pile of iron last night uh, anyway, Tails, it's Gordon DL Heads, it's Roger Hanna It's going to have to wait It's Tails How's your recent form? Oh. Good, very good Is it? Yes I'm in fire So I'm going to win the let, league Let me get this right James has avoided the shaking pundit But he's got the impatient striker Yeah, oh, the impatient striker is ready Anyway, let's give Gordon some Clyde 2 to listen to So that he doesn't know what's going on in here James, I'm not sure he knows what's going on in here anyway uh, under normal circumstances 30 seconds Just answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know Okay Okay Right let's go 30 seconds And it starts now Who was Celtic's club captain Immediately before Scott Brown? Uh, pass Who's Rangers most played player So far this season? Uh, pass Name any club team That Stevie Clark Has permanently managed Come on look. Name the only Scottish top flight club to receive just one league red card this season. Ross County. Who scored a brace for Hibs on Saturday? Pass. Which side did Stephen Robinson leave to join St Mirren today? Uh, Motherwell. Okay, let's bring back Gordon DL. Gordon, can you hear us? Yeah, I can, Gordon. Good yes. song that in the background. Oh, can you hear it? Yeah, I can yeah. see you tapping your toe as well. <laughs> Speaking of which, right. Come on you know, you know I've got this thing about him Where I, I He doesn't know it But I like I study him When he see when he sings songs And I've yeah. outed him on the show before oh, yeah. That his lyrics are just horrific Right He can't get the song lyrics right to any He was on good form today Getting the song lyrics wrong But there's a twist Guess what song he was singing in the in the office And I bet you don't even realise this I never sang a song in the office. Yes you did When I come in I go to my desk Do my work You go and sit on the couch And I could hear you singing a song Any idea what it was? 
No This is a bit of a, an insight Into the mind of Gordon DL Roger Hannah Go for it. Where no one dare Venture mm-hmm. Jingle bells <laughs> <laughs> No way No word of a lie You were singing jingle bells In that office And getting the word wrong to that May I add I, well, I, that's amazed me Come on Come on I'm, I'm in for beat the pundit He's quite embarrassed by that His face has been embarrassed. I don't think it was me I don't know why But you were anyway 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now Who was Celtic's club captain Immediately before Scott Brown? Uh, oh, Who's Rangers most played player So far this season? Alan McGregor Name any club team That Stevie Clark Has permanently managed uh, West Brom Name the only Scottish top flight club To receive just one red card In the league this season Livingston Who scored a brace for Hibs on Saturday uh, Doyle Hayes Which side did Stephen Robinson leave To join Welcome. St Mirren to date Name the only player since 2000 To score two hat-tricks For the Scotland men's national team oh, I don't know I mean, We're not that long anyway James what's the verdict? Uh, scalped probably Scalped <laughs> Is that a technical term Is it true what they all say James Was the pressure on a little bit They ball it No if you know them You know them I suppose yeah. uh, James you come up against A confident guy uh, I, well, I'll take James's word for it I thought the pressure was on James A little bit I, I feel like with uh, Sitting in the pub with his pals He would have got a couple more of these But anyway mm. Who was Celtic's club captain Immediately before <sighs> Scott Brown I've got a theory about this question I think this comes up semi-often And no one ever gets it right And Stephen McManus I'm really sorry if you're listening Because no one ever gets it Did you have that? Yeah Oh I couldn't Because he remembers the last time I couldn't think that far back Uh, The player who's played most for Rangers this season Is Conor Goldson Oh my favourite player as well Is it? Not really Scott Arfield It is but I just (laughs) Um, Yes none of you So this is a good game Yeah really good game game. Uh, I was worried about you here When which club has Stevie Clark managed? You went, um, and you come up with West Brom rather than Kilmarnock. I was worried for you there, but it's, it's technically right. So yeah. um, I'm happy there. One each. Name the only Scottish top flight club to receive just one red card in the league this season. You both just went randomly. None of you were right. It's Rangers, the only club with only one league red card this season. Mm-hmm. Who scored a brace for Hibs on Saturday? You did get that. Jake Doyle Hayes, which means you're 2 1 in front. Which side did Stephen Robinson leave to join St. Mirren? And it's Morecambe James you got the first couple of letters right But you get mixed up with his former <laughs> club But it wasn't Motherwell It was Morecambe Three for Gordon DL One for James in Edinburgh Gordon, I'm afraid Gordon who was the last one there I couldn't remember Oh Stephen Fletcher sorry Oh no I'm not bothered about it Unlucky James look well, You've well, come up against a confidence striker <laughs> That's going to win the league <laughs> Hard lines James Well played Thank you Good man That Thank was James, you, James in Edinburgh Beat the pundit same time Tomorrow night James sounded nicer didn't I? Just not a good guy You just don't want to rub he it in did, I, did, I didn't want to rub it in He's embarrassed enough If I only get one I'd be up the road <laughs> Impatient striker Honestly It's all about confidence Roger It's all about telling them They knew that I was going to win there And I'll be the same on Thursday you, so, you, you, you the Jack and Mac I'm the new Jack and Mac As beat the pundit Wonder if he was uh, ever impatient what about all the times that it doesn't work for you though? Because you you do lose That's a lot past. in this game. That's in the past. You you you, you watch my record just now. You're Black... as good as your next goal. Exactly, mate. Black Arthur. I've just had a Jack of Marcus. I've had a hat trick tonight. Three. So I'll I'll play anybody now. I'm ready to take them all on. In fact, see that Thursday night quiz with that Wilson. Get that set up again. No, I don't. I don't think that was a performance to brag about. If I'm being honest, it was I mean, a three-one victory. You should. Alan, Alan McGregor's missed loads of games this season. <laughs> I forgot about Golson. I would never Stephen have got Fletcher. McManus. 
Oh come on <laughs> Many years ago was that Even Wilson wouldn't get that probably yes. As you've admitted there's, That's been on before And a lot of people Don't really get that And I do apologise to Big Stephen Because yeah, he is a good lad There's but something about that question I must He admit. just wasn't Captain Material Mummy <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm only he listening. No, I'm he's only actually outside he's a, he's a nice guy I like Big We'll be waiting for you in the gym oh. 01419511025 On the phones Or at Clyde SSB on Twitter Want to hear from you St Mirren fans We were about to speak to one uh, Where has he gone? He's disappeared Craig and Paisley Where have you gone Craig? Pick up that phone uh, so we can get back in touch with you We're about to get your thoughts there On Stephen Robinson Anyone else who's got thoughts to share on it Please do Now is a good time uh, To get them in And we'll hear from him actually As soon as we've done Talking to Gavin Who's a Rangers fan in the South Side What's your point tonight Gavin? Hello I'd just like to make the point That I think with The the 4-2 score from the first game The game on Thursday night I think we should play um, McLaughlin I think we should rotate it a wee bit and give other other players, you know, European experience for big nights. Even though Rangers are are two up and on the verge of a a famous victory over the two legs. Aye. Well, we bat, we bat, absolutely battered them in Dortmund. I think the I think the ties done. I think the two goals flattered them. Well, Roger, I, I, since confidence is the theme tonight, the thought that Rangers yeah, can... Yeah, we've found somebody who's even more confident than Georges Giacomakis. <laughs> um, it, it'll be funny, Gavin, because. I was surprised there weren't changes, not necessarily in goal for Rangers on Sunday. I thought after the efforts, the real physical efforts and, and, and the toll that Thursday night could have taken in Dortmund, I thought it might have been a couple of sets of fresh legs at Tannadice at the weekend. That wasn't the case. Um, and I'll be interested now that you see whether Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has now decided on what his preferred 11 is, whether this is his 11. And he's not really going to change it much You know, well, Helander came in at the weekend for Barnes That was one change, I thought there may have been more But it'll be interesting to see Helander will drop back out on Thursday Because he's not in the European squad I would imagine Barisic would come back in uh, Although he might play Balogun But in front of that, it'll be fascinated to see Is Aaron Ramsey ready to play? Diallo got a couple of goals in a bounce game against Brentford yesterday Is he ready to start? Does Sakala get a goal in the team? I'll be really interested to see the lineup. And Thursday night? Yeah you're mentioning all those players on Thursday night. No, I'm just saying, I'm interested to see if, if, if the manager turns it round or whether it is just flip bag Helander out, oh. Barisic back in. Oh yeah, that'll be the strongest stand I'll have. And listen, they've still got to they've still got to win this tie. This tie isn't um, finished by any matter of means. And as keeping back to the first goal's got to be so important. I do fancy Rangers strongly to get through on Thursday night, but they'll have to play to their best, and they've got to get their best players. And their best goalkeeper is Alan McGregor. I will be astonished if Alan McGregor is not is it, is it feasible, though, to expect the same 10 or 11 players to play midweek weekend, mm. midweek weekend from now to the end of the season? No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that uh, Thursday uh, Thursday night, when you've you've come back with a 4-2 uh, lead against Dortmund, and you know Dortmund is a top-quality side, you know that y- you've got to still do a bit of work, Roger, I would go with my strongest team Thursday night mm. all day long. Uh, Gavin, I always defend the right for fans. Fans can say what you know what they like. They don't have to be in line with the, the players in the team. But I can't imagine the you know the management and the team think the tie is over the way that you do. Will they? I just think that McGregor's form's dipped a wee bit, and maybe he needs a, a boot up the backside a wee bit. I think maybe getting another guy in would would send a strong message that McLaughlin is rated. You know, was it, is he going to spend his career just on the bench and never getting any European experience? That's 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 so destroying. 
I mean, I think that's fair. I think that's maybe that's two separate arguments though, because the, the first time Gavin said you know the tie's over and therefore he can afford to, yeah. but now it's more about. I, I agree with Dan. I think Alan McGregor will start. He's played <laughs> more European games for Rangers than any other player. Um, I don't think John. You know, I, I don't think he's done anything in the last few games that would merit coming out and putting John McLaughlin in for the game. It'll be interesting to see. I don't think Alan McGregor will be Rangers goalie next season. I might be proved wrong. He's now, I think, 40 years of age. I would imagine this might be his last season. I'll be interested to see whether Giovanni Van Bronckhurst believes John McLaughlin will be the number one long-term having signed the new contract. Whether Giovanni Van Bronckhurst thinks Robbie McCrory might be number one having kept a clean sheet in an old firm game this season. Or whether a new goalkeeper comes in in the summer. I'll tell you what, Gordon. If Rangers can go through and have done so by... Rotating and playing a second string And almost showing off against mm-hmm. Borussia Dortmund That will be quite something It would be absolutely fantastic for him But it ain't going to happen Gordon uh, The manager will know how good this team is um, And he'll know how important it is and Plus the fact See if you go there um, And you take that guy And you play guys like Roger was talking about Guys that is in the fringes And Rangers had to lose us. The manager comes under severe pressure I think he does though Or, or is it just no, I think you know, he, I think because the there will still fans, be some people looking at the size of Dortmund, how good they are. Yes, they're two down. Would it be a huge shock if they still go through? Well, from, from I, here? I think he would come under. Uh, uh, look, if he plays his strongest eleven and he loses, then fine, you can accept that. I think the Rangers fans going along there on Thursday night and he plays French players and they lose. I think mm. he would come in for criticism. Well, when have you ever seen a team go away and win four two? Then come home And we're questioning Whether the tie's over And yeah. like, likewise A team Go away and win 3-1 As Bodo mm-hmm. did Last week And we're still questioning Whether the tie's over I, I think It's it, it fascinating games Because you can't say For sure That either tie's still over I think there's still Work to be done For Rangers And there's still Work to be done For Bodo Glimp. So Gavin Your confidence Comes from Thursday night And hasn't been dented By The, the dropping points At Tannadice No the European thing is, is completely different to the league. I think the the team pick it up for the European games, as we saw even under Steven Gerrard. I think they've got a different mentality. They think it's, I think they, they turn up at places like Dundee United and expect just to stroll through the game. But they know Theresa Dortmund is a big a big name. They'll be switched on. I don't think there'll be any. I don't think there'll be any hesitancy. I think I think the the problem with Scottish football is there's too many middle teams and and the likes of Celtic and Rangers just turn up and. Think they can just walk away, walk, just just leave with the points at the end of the day. They don't think they have to try that hard. So hold on, it's the other team's fault. No, I'm not saying it's the other team's fault, but just that's the, the nature of of most leagues in the world. There's there's a, a big team or two big teams or three big teams, and then there's other people making up the numbers. It's it's all over the world. It's not just Scotland. Oh, that's all right then. I thought as poor wee teams were getting the blame of something else there from Gavin. I don't mind though. We've cleared it up. Thank you, Gavin, in the south side. Since we're on the topic of Europe. Super Scoreboard European football coverage with Moyer and Sweeney litigation. A multi award winning law firm with a name you can trust. Yes, they're giving you the chance to win a 58 inch Samsung 4K TV and Amazon Echo show because Moyer and Sweeney litigation are our sponsors of this year's European football coverage. If you are after advice, help in criminal defence, family law, road traffic offences, public inquiries, personal injury, 
And lots more They are the folks to check out Moira and Sweeney Litigation You can head to Clyde1.com To find out more And enter for that chance To win the 58 inch Samsung TV And Amazon Echo Show We're going to take more of your calls And hear from Stephen Robinson next Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde1 Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Roger Hanna Are here It's 1025 if you'd like to get your thoughts in That is the number to dial Please do We're about to hear from you St Mirren manager Stephen Robinson Saints fans What do you think? Is that a good appointment for you? And if not Who would you have gone for instead? What are the hopes between now And the end of the season? Let me give you tonight's Full time teaser quickly Jerry and Erskine got in touch Sent me the email over To fulltime at Clyde1.com And that's how the questions appear on the show So fulltime at Clyde1.com If you want to come up with something similar Send over the email and we'll take a look Jerry says since 1980 Eight Brits have appeared in at least one European Cup Slash Champions League final For a non-British team So since 1980 Eight Brits have appeared in at least one European Cup Slash Champions League final For a non-British team Paul Lambert Yes, well done Rambo McAnally No No? No No? <laughs> Still Mur- no Was Murdo too? No No. Kevin Keegan Yes For? Hamburg Do you know who it was against? Nottingham Forest yeah, You're just showing off now 1980 Well done Lambert of course Dortmund against UV 97 uh, Steve McManaman Yes, Real Madrid Valencia Oh, what a In shout. 2000 Okay, we'll leave that there then You're going to make good progress We have made good progress, sorry, so far Since 1980 Eight Brits have appeared in at least one European Cup Slash Champions League final For a non-British team And that's full time at Clyde1.com If you want to hear your question used That's where it goes Let's hear from Stephen Robinson He's back in Scottish football And he's the new St Mirren manager He takes over from Jim Goodwin Who of course left for Aberdeen On Saturday morning And Robinson says St Mirren's determination to get him Was a big reason he decided to come to the club And he wants to carry on The good work that Jim Goodwin Has been doing He believes the infrastructure is there For them to aim for a European place in the future St Mirren have made a A big play to get me a great compensation And wanted to speak to me And you know I think you have to take that as a massive compliment You know they, they put their intentions Very clear and you know, I didn't take the decision lightly. It was, you know, with a heavy heart that I do leave because a lot of good people are. The, the people at the time were very good to me as well. But when I spoke to Jim um, and he told me the ambitions, the setup, you know, the training facilities and what they're trying to improve with it, then it was really exciting opportunity that it was very, very difficult for me to turn down. It's It takes time. It takes time to build things. You know, I think there's already been, as I say, a lot of good stuff put in place. And it's for me to continue to do that, first and foremost, to try and break into the top six um, and then try and do that on a regular basis. You know, there's, there's European football, and, um, I'm right and saying, down to fourth. So, you know, hopefully as, as we progress, it's difficult. Everyone will be thinking the same thing, but there's certainly an infrastructure and, and platform to do that. Stephen is a St Mirren fan on the line. Are you happy with that appointment, Stephen? Yeah, hi guys. Yeah, I'm I'm delighted with the appointment. I was actually very surprised because the names that were were getting actually banded about. I wasn't too keen on the ones I'd heard, to be honest. So if you possibly Jack Ross coming back was one option, but when I heard about that, Anthony Robinson and he was he's coming, I was delighted. And the fact that St. Murray were actually now in a position financially to actually go and offer compensation to a team to bring a decent manager to St. Murray, that tells you their ambitions are a lot more than they previously were, and they're in a good place. 
And as I say, uh, he, he's well known for bringing through youth as well. And so Mung's got a great youth academy. They're doing well with that. There's an Irish aspect of it as well. There's quite a few Irish lads at St Mung. Um, there's a lot of good things there, as I say. And I think it's it's more of the continuity of the sort of same type of managers, young managers who play a certain type of football. Um, as it happens, uh, my partner's son, he actually was at Motherwell when he was there. And he said he's a fantastic guy. He's, he's great uh, man management. He's, he's attacking football. He's just a general all-round decent guy. As I say, and I think it might just keep the momentum going at St Mung, and that's, that's what I'm actually hoping for. As I said, I'm sure I'll get the backing of most St Mung fans. I've been in the forums, and there's only been a couple of negative comments. Everybody else is really positive for it, and after the disappointment uh, Jim going as quickly as he did, um, I think hopefully it'll go quite seamlessly and we'll just continue the way we've been playing. Uh, that, that's my yeah. thoughts anyway. Anyone who only gets a couple of negative comments in Scottish football, Stephen, <laughs> is on to an absolute winner. That, that is, that's for sure. Uh, what do you make of the appointment, Roger? Um, well, listen, I should probably defer to the two Gordons on the show mm. as Motherwell supporters and what they thought of Stephen Robinson's time at Fir Park. Um, it moved very quickly yesterday. It did, I, didn't it? I was of the opinion that it looked, it was a flip of the coin, Stephen Naismith or Scott Brown, and then very quickly it emerged that Stephen Robinson was going to get this job. I deal with agreed with Morecambe. He was up the road. He was speaking to them. He was going to be unveiled this morning. He'll take the training today. He'll take the team at Dens tomorrow night. So... The board have moved decisively. They believe they've got the right man. He comes to St Mirren at a good time. You know, quite often football managers take over teams after a dismal run of results when they're down the league, they're maybe fighting relegation, they're having problems at the club. That's not the case for Stephen Robinson. He takes over. I think Jim Goodwin, did he win six and draw two of his last eight games as St Mirren manager? That's good for him. If they win tomorrow night, they go fourth in the league. They go yeah. into a European qualification spot. We used to laugh at Tony Fitzpatrick when he suggested St Mirren should finish fourth in the league. It could happen if things go well for Stephen Robinson. Well, he wants to know the, the inside track from, from for Park side of things, Gordon. It's tough to argue with third place finish, two cup mm. finals. Uh, changing the style of play really midway through his era and sort of developing and Moving on, guys like Kipre and Turnbull, there was a there was a lot to like about Stephen Robinson's time at Mullerwell. Yeah, he had a big turnaround there as well, Gordon. Uh, the fans uh, really took to him. I think um, at the beginning, I didn't think they liked his style of football, but he, he soon settled into Scottish football. Back down to England, obviously with Morecambe and St Mirren. We said it in the program when we were talking about, you know, what sort of manager would St Mirren go for? Because many Clubs now tend to look at the younger, you know, the like Naismith, under-18 coach at Hearts, Brown going into his first job. I said they would look left field and look for someone with a bit of experience. They brought him in. He's talking there. He knows a lot of the players. He's worked with players at international level as well. Um, he'll certainly be aiming for a top six, it's, I think. It's funny, Roger, isn't it? Because I get what Gordon's saying. It's It was left field in the sense that no one was mentioning it until Monday lunchtime. But when you think about it, it just makes perfect sense. Yeah. If you're St Mirren, there are a handful of other clubs that are similar size to you, similar budget, similar expectations. You've gone and taken a guy who had success in that specific role. Yeah. And it's, it's, how, it's not left field at all, but I know what Gordon means. How many times do we say as well, you know, in, in January transfer windows, in summer transfer windows, that the likes of Motherwell, St Mirren, St Johnston, Ross County, maybe even Dundee United... They're all fishing in the same pond for the same number of players. Yeah. And Stephen Robinson is a success in bringing players to Motherwell, developing them into a team, 
and take them to cup finals and high up the Premiership. If he can repeat that feat with St Mirren, then the St Mirren board will have called this absolutely correctly. So, so definitely, as it stands on paper, Stephen, a better bet than the inexperienced options of, of Stephen Naismith, Scott Brown, for instance. I was. I thought Naismith might have been a shout Also, he said to help with the Scotland team and stuff. But Scott Brown's the sort of player that can actually divide fans as well. You don't really want that when your team's going well. To be honest with you, um, and the fact as well that um, Robinson's now been down in England for three years, he's got a good knowledge of the lower leagues. Team may be able to pick up some players from down there as well. Um, I'd imagine that could help him. And I heard him talking as well about, and I know he used to prefer playing a back three, but he spoke today about how he's not looking to change anything as well. So he's actually thinking this through because he realises they're in a good place. Because uh, last year, I'm a season ticket holder, and last year um, we were poor. I mean, we'd never won a game for 11 games. And I'm not going to lie, this year we've we'll, we'll had a good run. We've not been fantastic, but we're beginning to, to sort of look like a decent team and being good defensively. And now we've got the young boy Grieve up front. He's playing really well. Brophy's back tomorrow, which is a massive boost. That was unexpected. So, yeah. It's looking good I've got the best squad I've had for a long time I've been going for a long long time And it was like the late Mid to late 80s I thought we had a really good squad And this is probably the best squad We've had in a long time I know we won the cup But the cup's different to the league And I think We've got a strong squad Because we've got like, Maybe have got almost Two players for each position now And that's never been the case It's been for a long long time So yeah Jim did well Getting the recruitment in And I'm surprised He went when he did But you know what He's got to look after himself And his family And obviously The, 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 the lure of a bigger club it's interesting. I mean, Stephen's just said it. You know, about Stephen Robinson talking about you know not changing too much. Why would you? you mm. Roger pointed out as well. It's not often a manager gets to walk into a team that's actually in a good place. They're fine. You know, they're, they're confident. They're winning games. They're they're happy with where they are. You don't have to boost people's morale. You don't have to scramble about looking to bring in guys that aren't playing and move out guys that have been playing you can take your time to, to try and put your own stamp yeah, on Yeah I don't think you're going to complicate it right away Gordon you sit back you let it just go the way it's going because it's going fine supporters are happy picking up results as Roger said there earlier get a great opportunity tomorrow night I think it'll be a tough game up at Dens to jump into fourth so Stephen Robinson will just He's an experienced manager now He's managed a lot of football games He's managed up here with Motherwell He's managed in the lower leagues in England So he knows the game uh, He'll just give that time And then gradually Once he starts working with the players Day in day out on the training ground You'll see him adding his little bits Into the team And the way they're going to play But it'll be interesting to see how he does From now to the end of the season I think that is a, an important point as well that Stephen makes Stephen's making great points all over the place tonight Roger ticks a couple of boxes because knows the Scottish League obviously knows that that bit of, of the league but also when it gets to the summer let's be honest where's he going to look for recruitment to the League 1 and 2 in England probably and maybe yeah. even below that given some of the Success stories he had and in Motherwell so. There'll be a few friendly faces there You know, Richard yeah. Tate, Charles Dunn, Curtis Main People like that I don't know whether Stephen will agree Priority number one Get the goalie to sign on a new deal Because he has been outstanding mm. In these couple of years that he's been at St Mirren they Sorry, need, is that, is that for you to interrupting you? That was him don't I don't believe look, that for a second I, Just have a look at what he done with his right hand He moved right to the phone Is that what he was doing up, over there? Yes Look at him, he's not even got to admit it I just it. assumed it was you Everybody looks Who's at me texting him? He's got two pals and we're both in here uh, uh, Exactly, who is texting you? You <laughs> Saying give me the answers <laughs> yeah. to the full time he's, he, oh, he's, he's, he's just texting me saying What about Gareth Bale? <laughs> I gave Forget you Gareth that right Bale now. Anyway, we're not done on Stephen Robinson yet I don't know where we were before someone's phone interrupted us Not someone, Any, Right, okay Yeah. 
Um, no, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how he does, Gordon. I think uh, the most important thing is the St Mirren fans are happy with the appointment. Uh, as Roger says, there's there's players that he's worked with before uh, at international level and club level. That helps when you're walking in the dressing room because as a player, the first thing when you hear of a new manager coming, you're thinking, what kind of manager is he? What sort of a training? Is it long training sessions? Short? They'll have all that information from the boys I've worked with in the past. So I saw um, Charles done today. I was at St Mirren. And I said, I've not seen you since you were in house. my living room with Gordon Biel and Mark Wilson. And he was, you said he loved it, had a great night, and then he was back. But however, it, it turned sour because he was banging on about Willie Collum and how hard done by he felt from the weekend. Your pal, you got anything to say? Uh, sometimes Willie makes big decisions, and that was a big call, yeah. And was it a mistake? No. I'm sticking by the referees. When's the appeal, Seriously? Getting, when's the appeal getting heard? Uh, I don't know. This week, uh, but I'll, listen, I, I, I don't know if I've just had exciting news today. A top, top referee. Has joined our golf club. I'm not telling you who it is, so you can see me out in the golf club. It's just desperate to talk to referees. It's a very strange way to go about your life. It really I think is. It's me, I know. Anyway, he's terrified in case I say. Let's bring in Stephen again. Stephen, sometimes football throws these things up, doesn't it? If you were to pick a manager for Stephen Robinson to go up against in his first game, it's Mark McGee, the guy who he worked under at Fir Park. Uh, is he going to get off to a winning start tomorrow? I would I'll have to be honest Tomorrow night I would probably take a draw Because I think Dundee are fighting for their lives And they're actually beginning to play quite well as well But now McGinn is actually play a little bit better as well We've got a few bodies in there And I think Dens is always a really difficult place I've been there so many times And I would actually as I say Take a draw just to let the team get settled in The first game And then look forward to a big game in Hartford uh, on Saturday Which I'm actually going to Go to Talic with my brother On Saturday Oh so lovely oh, uh-huh. Enjoy that Enjoy that uh-huh. Stephen Thank you for sharing Your thoughts tonight That was Stephen A happy St Mirren fan At the appointment Of Stephen Robinson Don't forget It's not only on the phones uh, You can tweet us As well uh, And give us Your thoughts uh, What else have we got Over here Anything we need to see Nah not really um, Yeah but like we said That's that the storylines are there for you newspaper types Mark McGee, he was the manager Stephen Robinson brought back to Motherwell yeah. to help him out And Mark McGee spoke very fondly of Stephen Robinson today His own pre-match press conference up at Dens Park um, A big game for both of them tomorrow night I think Mark McGee when he spoke after the game at Celtic Park on Sunday You can't be pleased when your team loses a game But he took a lot from the performance He took a lot from the fact that They went to Celtic Park and scored a couple of goals And they had Celtic rock back in their heels a wee bit At 1-0 and again at 2-2 So he will believe now I think he's got three home games back-to-back in a week Is it St Mirren, Livingston Which I'll cover for Super Scoreboard on Saturday And then Hibs He will believe If they repeat the level of performance from Celtic Park He'll pick up points And with no offence meant To the Dens Park architect Though he doesn't have Quite a good view From his touchline ban At home As he would have had At Celtic Park It's a bit of a restricted view That main stand He's going to need to get The seat Carefully planned out Is he not? I would have thought so I'm not sure the main stand Will be jam-packed full For a Wednesday night game At home to St Mirren So if he gets there early He can have his pick of the seats Okay, let's thank Stephen again for his call. Let's check in on that teaser full time at Clyde1.com. That's where you get in touch if you want to hear your question used. That's what Jerry in Erskine has done tonight. And he says since 1988, Brits have appeared in at least one European Cup slash Champions League final for a non 
British team So guys like Kevin Keegan He played for Hamburg Against Nottingham Forest 1980 Paul Lambert Borussia Dortmund mm-hmm. Against Juventus And Steve McManaman Real Madrid Against Valencia Anymore We mentioned him Gareth Bale Gareth Bale I think he only played in the three Didn't he Poor Gareth mm-hmm. Stick to golf I, I'm going to throw Stevie Archibald in Barcelona Yeah who, does, Is that what that text was When that came through You've someone? got to understand It wasn't my phone <laughs> Because well, Mr. Hanna, can you clarify this be, for me? It's going to be pretty easy though. Okay, who did Stevie Archibald play for? Barcelona against. Uh, I think it was Real Madrid. No, it wasn't. And I don't you help him. I don't know, but I can and remember it. What year? Uh, probably <laughs> eighty-three. You're three years out. You're a few, you're a few hundred miles out. So it was Barcelona against Stoya Bucharest in nineteen eighty-six. Well done. Okay, we'll leave it there. You've got one, two, three to get. And we'll get them next Get your calls in Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are still here And they're still trying their best On this full time teaser Now Jerry and Erskine sent it in tonight Full time at Clyde One Com. That's the email address And it can be anything you like Obviously most of them are, are about Scottish football Sometimes we get ones like this uh, It really is up to you It shows your creativity Jerry says Since 1980 Eight Brits have appeared In at least one European Cup Slash Champions League final For a non-British team Now you're doing okay You've got Kevin Keegan For Hamburg Stevie Archibald for Barcelona Paul Lambert Borussia Dortmund Steve McManaman in Real Madrid And Gareth Bale Real Madrid Did you get any more During the break yeah, Anyone got, text I'm, you Tweet you Instagram no, no, DM no. you I'm not, I, don't, I don't know Who they played against pigeon. And I don't know The mileage From the door to door But I'll go for players David Beckham No Okay I won't uh, Gary Lineker then No Steve <laughs> Archibald You've said him already It's double bluffed you You Alright oh, okay What about Oh Chris Waddle Marseille Yes Versus Red go. Star 91 That's a good one I'm out. What about Laurie Cunningham? Ah, oh, it's wonderful. I thought that's Real the Madrid? one. Yeah. Real Madrid against Liverpool, eighty-one. I thought that's the one you wouldn't get. Laurie Cunningham. Well done. Okay, there's one to get. I think we'll get it before the end of the show. There is still time for you to pick up the phone. By the way, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five, or Twitter at Clyde SSB. We've got a big game in the Championship, Roger. Getting underway. A really big game And the first of many really big games for Partick Thistle. I saw them uh, when they lost to Dundee United in the cup. Um, a week past Saturday They were outstanding um, They should have beaten the United And Ian McCall said that after the game and They're now in a position in the Championship table Where I think they've got three games in hand And the majority of the teams above them And if they win the three games in hand Or even take seven points Their destiny is really going to be in their own hands And for a side that not too long ago Was down in League One It's a really good achievement by Ian McCall and the players there Yeah I'm sorry to be unfair On the staff who I'm sure Working very very hard I wonder what that pitch Looks like tonight Well, well listen It was terrible right, as, as I said to you in the show and presence, and it, this, is your, this is your weather segment But by my reckoning It's absolutely chucked it down All day Every day since then yeah, That's the way it feels Yeah And I'm sure Queen's Park Have probably played on it Since then as well Doesn't help things um, They found that in the past When the ground shared With Glasgow Warriors rugby team That the pitch suffered badly And surprise surprise They shared with Queen's Park and the pitch suffers badly um, I have to say it didn't really impact their performance Scott Tiffany outstanding again for them um, Had it not been for Benji Segrist They would at least have taken the, the cup tie to extra time If they continue to find that level of performance 
then they will at least take a playoff place. Important to get this one on though, Gordon, mm. because there, be, there does become a point, doesn't there, where games in hand just becomes a burden and it mm-hmm. becomes a disadvantage to you. At the moment, Partick have got four in hand over Wraith, Inverness and Kilmarnock above them and then three in hand um, over Arbroath, who yeah. are at the top. So, of course, it's, it's, it's brilliant. You, you look at those four games, you win them all, you go on 49 points, you would be top of the league. But winning all four is just just tough it's a slog and it's important to get it's a big ass in the championship it's very tight indeed uh, even tonight against Morton you've seen the the, the form that they have been in uh, under Doug Emery um, so it'll be a difficult one I feel sorry for Partick with it, as Roger says the pitch but the groundsmen obviously they do a terrific job up there and what they have to deal with uh, to even get games on and you're right Ain't will want the games on as quick as you possibly can because it's not like he's dealing with a massive squad at Firhill so you don't want all the games clamping together and then all of a sudden you've got problems you need to get the games on needs to start how he does it just Keep winning games I'm with Roger I don't think they'll win the league But I think they'll win the playoffs It's fascinating Division You just add that in. It's fascinating anyway You add into the mix That one of the real contenders with We're on the home straight almost And they've got four games in hand Yeah And listen in Some of the games You know Home to Morton tonight One of the other home games Is against Queen of the South One of the other games in hand Is off at Gayfield Which is a Broads game in hand If you like So maybe their destiny already Is in their own hands They go to Wraith on Saturday Wraith, for various reasons that we don't need to repeat in the show Have had a very difficult few weeks And I wonder if Wraith might be the ones that just topple off the pace The top five have been away for weeks and months at the top And then there was a bottom five below them Four will get either automatic promotion or playoffs For me, it will be in no particular order A broth, Kilmarnock, Partick and Inverness yeah, it's going to be interesting. Where are we in the fairy tale? Has the belief dipped for anyone? No, they're level with a game in hand. A broth, is that right? No, no I'm not. I don't mean literally. Where are we? I know what the league right. table looks like. Oh, I mean, sorry. In your opinion, oh, there was right. a, a, no, a dent it, at the weekend. It, it, it's a great story, and uh, you know they went down to Gayfield, and it says everything about a broth that when they drop a couple of points, it's a shock now, yeah. Uh, sorry, Palmerston away They drop a couple of points as a shock. Um, Queen of the South caretaker manager, who's now the Manager to the end of the season Wally Gibson um, They obviously dug deep for him I wonder how Andy Halliday feels about that Remember those two mm, had the wee square goal Last season well, you never know. Offered them out in the car park didn't he Yeah and then Andy bolted I think so I think he bolted Yeah 100% mm. um, But I've got to The advantage I've got for Kilmarnock Not just because of the size of the squad I've always said that in the Championship If you've got a guy that'll score goals Lafferty scores goals in the Championship I think that's going to be the difference I think Kilmarnock will go over the line yeah, or both have not been shy in that department either, but it will be one to watch. Here's one because, like, football clubs get lots wrong, don't they? We're in Scottish football, we're quick to bash everybody the mistakes they've made. I'm surprised we've made it to ten to eight, and you've not given your your team a mention. Motherwell and Hibbs they've teamed up. Roger Hanna, this is refreshing because you, we don't get good news on this front with Hibbs. Scottish Cup quarter final coming up between the sides. Adults 15 quid Concessions a tenner And juveniles 5 pounds To get into a Scottish Cup quarter final match Absolutely terrific We'd be take, taking some of the family Take the granddaughter along You'd to take that everybody dance. that surely. I would take everybody yeah Well I'll tell you what It's a Sunday There's no excuse You won't be here I don't, th- well, I yeah. don't think we've got a show that day If we've not got a show I'll be sitting in first the, game the stand for part Yes, You'll have a show One of the old firm will be playing on a Sunday And one will be playing on the Monday night 
Yeah. So we won't have one then. That's fine. We'll be off. I'll be no, there. You'll have a, you're going to do a show for two big quarterfinals the, the same day. Mm, not sure. Need a day oh, off at some point, Roger. Listen, the, listen, the listeners will demand it. Gordon. We've only been on every day in February so far. I think. Um, <laughs> good tie though. It's funny how. But that is good, isn't it? I, I, I know I'm joking, tongue in cheek, me think, and Mother and Gordon. Listen, but all four games. Ticket prices get, are rubbish at the moment for yeah, most people. When you get Celtic Rangers both going to the city of Dundee in back to back days, you get. Stephen Robinson and, and a feel-good factor about St Mirren going to Tyne Castle and then you've got Motherwell Hibs it's just one of those games you're probably going to tell me of three or four nil-nil draws you've seen between the two of them over the years it always strikes me as one of those games that produces excitement I don't just mean the 6-6 game you think to the first day of the season when Hibs went and won 3-2 Motherwell actually have got a good record at Easter Road it's just one of those exciting games and if you can fill the place mm. Or get close to filling it With reduced seed, with reduced ticket prices Fair play to the clubs And it, it's good to see a bit of thinking going on Because again that's what Whether fairly or not Sometimes the accusation from outside Is that the decision makers Don't do enough of yeah. that And as usual Alan Burrows who we know Is on the show a lot Because he's very open And he's very open on Twitter So he's there he's explained it That both cl- clubs came together Realising that for a start It's half twelve on a Sunday yeah. no, no fan loves that Let's be honest It is live on Console telly As they would say <laughs> And uh, th- Therefore can you do something Can you put your heads together Can you come up with a plan To get bodies through the door Yeah Well listen I'll come over I'll get a bit of brunch At your place As we no can problem. walk around No problem <laughs> What is brunch at his yeah. a, a digestive biscuit And a glass of water I what? can't imagine he puts on Much of a spirit You're, more, oh, you're no. more than welcome Roger uh, But no I think I think it's a great idea I've got to say uh, We just hope the weather's good Get, some, get a few <laughs> fans in there you know, because if you go along and enjoy the occasion and obviously the price of the tickets and everything, it gives you a good opportunity to take people along and they may just get hooked on the being a Motherwell supporter gone. And right now, the way we are playing, the Cup's are best hope because it's only games we're winning. How shameless is it that even at that... I mean, hold on. What, you'll be ready for a concession sooner, you're not. Couple of Don't weeks. Even start that. No, couple of weeks, by the way. You get in for a fiver. Oh, is that right? Hold is that on. Concessions are the See, 60 right or now, 65. Right, when is your birthday? March the 16th Oh you're three days out Shit Alan would pull strings for us oh, surely Oh before Alan Burrows Big Pallard I remember They had a cardboard cut out of the man in the stand Absolutely The doors just open for me when I enter Fir Park How embarrassing is it though That it's going to be a fiver for you to get into a Scottish Cup quarter final And you'll still try and get a comp uh, That's absolutely not embarrassing Because it's fact that I will I probably <laughs> just try and get a comp Well they are more They're missing Stephen Robinson They're 1-0 down to Rotherham Go to the right four team. minutes um, I think they're, they're up against it in that league anyway, aren't yeah. they? It was, yeah, fourth bottom, yeah. And yeah. the Reading kickoff, eight o'clock. They're obviously expecting a bumper crowd, an extra 15 minutes to let everybody mm. in for Alec Ray's debut down there. Good luck to him They'll tonight. be waiting 15 minutes for his team talk. I love the tweet. Uh, oh, it was an Instagram message, sorry, that Rab sent me. He sent me the official tweet from Reading saying Alex Ray's joining as mm. assistant. He's saying, Gordon, is there any truth in this? Yes, you've sent me the official tweet, Reading, or <laughs> they've announced that he's there. Do you know the only thing I'm taking away from it? Forget whether he'd stay up or not or Paul in. Forget that. It just means that when the day does come and he comes back in here, he's going to rock up in old Reading training gear. The same way oh. as he does with his Blackpool and MK Dons. And Everything. Gank, whatever it was. The, the beauty of it is as well, the loan fee that Super Scoreboard got from Reading for his services, mm. we can put behind the bar at your birthday, do Yeah, very, very generous Good compensation. Thinking. They, they, that's the way it works isn't it yeah. Morecambe St Mirren had to come to yeah. some sort of agreement uh, Hugh Keevans we sent him via Zoom 
uh, to the negotiating table just to yeah. see what sort of fee we could get for Alex. Oh, and in that case, we might never see them. <laughs> and we're telling Reading that we are paying it up monthly. <laughs> <laughs> right, so let's finish off with this teaser because we're almost there. We're almost done tonight. So thanks again uh, to Jerry Henerskin who sent it in full time at Clyde One. Since 1980, eight Brits have appeared in at least one European Cup slash Champions League final for a non-British team. So you've got Kevin Keegan for Hamburg, Laurie Cunningham for Real Madrid, Stevie Archibald at Barcelona, Chris Waddle at Marseille, Paul Lambert, Borussia Dortmund, Steve McManaman and Gareth Bale, both Real Madrid, but different finals. Have you got the last one? We've got two, right? Okay. Uh, Mark Hughes you was a shout. You only need one, so right. Mark Hughes was a shout. Bad shout. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go with the other one. And my phone's not pinged, and my phone's been lying there. I'm going to go with a. See Man- if you get this, I'll be so impressed. A Manchester United, ex Manchester United oh, midfield got it. player got it. Can't that it. played with a German club. Oh, I can't believe this. Someone has texted you this You you know Listen wasn't, You've been standing there wasn't watching even, I don't think he was even born in Britain This guy was he But he mm. represented England England yeah, go on then. Hargreaves Owen Hargreaves <sighs> Yeah I got that Thanks I didn't need the first name Owen Hargreaves Well done Grudgingly Thank you No thank you For your input tonight <laughs> Gordon you, DL You hate it when he gets the answer I'm just suspicious of it <laughs> What German team did he play for? Bayern Munich <laughs> I was just waiting on him getting that wrong Thank you Gordon DL and Roger Hanna But the biggest thanks obviously goes to you Because we really appreciate your calls, your tweets And I know lots of you just sit quietly And enjoy the madness So it's good to have you all We are back tomorrow Really going to build up to a big Thursday night I've got a big Premiership match tomorrow as well of course But tomorrow you have got Simon Donnelly And Marvin Bartley uh, there's a goal going in down the divisions at the moment Falkirk nil, Peterhead 1 But you've got Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly tomorrow You've got Callum Gallagher up next And I'll see you 6 o'clock tomorrow evening <laughs>